Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Bejeweled Bangles. Tonight, we'll read the Hindu folk tale, The Fish Prince. It comes from Wonder Tales from Many Lands by Catherine Pyle, published in 1920 and is adapted by Snoozecast. This story features an ancient and still popular item of jewelry called a bangle. Bangles are circular in shape and, unlike bracelets, are not flexible. Although people in some part of India used to wear a thick, single bangle as protection during battle, they are now worn mostly as adornment by women in many parts of the world. The oldest bangle was recently found to be at least 50,000 years old. It was masterfully crafted out of green stone by a species of early hominid that lived side by side with both Homo sapiens and Neanderthals. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Once a Hindu queen and king 
known as a Rani and a Raja. The Rani had become quite melancholy and took no more pleasure in anything as they had wished for a child but had none. One day, some fish were brought to the palace kitchen to be prepared as usual for the Raja's dinner. Among them was one such as the cook had never seen before. Its scales shone with all the colors of the rainbow, and upon its head was a mark that looked a little like a golden crown. The cook examined it curiously and then was about to prepare it for cooking, but it lifted up its head and spoke to him. Please put me in the basin of water and carry me to the Rani, and it may be I will amuse her, the fish said to the cook. The cook was very much surprised to hear a fish speaking, and it seemed to him such a wonderful creature that it might very well amuse even the Rani. He therefore put it in a basin of water and gave it to a maid and bade her carry it to the queen. The maid did so, and the Rani was indeed very much pleased with the beautiful little fish. All day she kept it beside her and watched its quick movements and its changing colors. The next day she was even more pleased with it, and before long she became so fond of it that she could not have loved it better if it had been her own child. She named it Machi Raja, or the Fish Prince, and called it her son. After a time, the fish grew so large that it could no longer live in the basin, and then it was put in a marble bath. As it still continued to grow, the Rani had a great tank made for it out in the palace gardens. Here, every day, she went to visit it. She always carried some rice with her, and when she called it, the great fish would rise through the water and eat from her hand and play about where she could see it. But one day, when the Rani came to the tank, she saw Machi Raja lying on the water very still. His colors looked dull, and when she called to him, he came to her slowly and would not eat the rice she had brought to him. The Rani was greatly troubled. Alas, my dear son, she cried, what is it that ails you? Are you sick? that you will not eat the good rice I have brought to you? I am not sick, answered the great fish, but I am very lonely.